Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. We are live. I'm so excited to bring on our guest today who is going to be sharing with us how to hustle less in your business and be able to work smarter and open up your life to be your own designed thing that you create and not feeling so burnt out. So thank you so much for coming. And I'm going to let our guest introduce herself and what she does. Thank you so much, Haley. I'm really excited. Uh, my name is Milena Rigos, and I co-founded Unhustle, which I refer to as the Unhustle Movement, inspiring and empowering entrepreneurs to work less <laughs> and live more. <laughs> and now is actually a really good time to reevaluate how we work and how we live and spend a little bit more focusing on our well-being, joy, and high performance, which turns out to be the case with Unhustle. Yes, and I love that message too because first of all, I like that you're creating a movement around on hustle because there's a movement around hustling too, you know what I mean? And I also think it's completely possible to be successful in your business, be reaching your goals, but still be taking care of yourself, you know, having other areas of your life that you are putting effort into. And um I've always I don't know about you, but I've never fallen for the oh you have to stay up all night and you know you gotta not take care of yourself you should just be working all the time to me the quality of my work matters and the quality of my work goes drastically down if i'm exhausted if i don't take care of my health um so what are your thoughts on you know entrepreneurs who Maybe, you know, I'm a, I'm a hard worker and I believe in hard work and putting in the hours and getting practice, but not at the expense of like killing yourself. You know what I mean? So how do how does somebody who maybe has been told and brainwashed like you need to hustle, you need to grind all the time. How do you start to shift their mindset a little bit? Well, you just hit the nail on the head there by by saying mindset. And of course, you and I, we believe in health and wellness, right? So these are incorporated in our values. A lot of people, I wouldn't call them brainwashed, but it's society and, and, and it's, you know, st starting with school and starting with your parents and starting with what we see online, what we see is being valued and appreciated. There's a lot of success status being incorporated in your work title and you, you, the money that you make. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Where I draw the line is that we dedicate our entire waking life to working. And thanks to technology and thanks to even now work from home, we just don't know when to say enough is enough. And so you hit it really hard on the head when you said mindset, because it all starts with your mindset. It all starts with shifting your perspective. And obviously, the science and the studies these days show that, A, we're only productive three, four hours a day. 
the rest of the time is filled with distractions like checking your emails and spending time on social media. So being more aware of where your time is going is critical. Being able to take care of yourself mentally and physically and emotionally so that you show up 100% when you do show up and you can get into a state of flow so you can work and like you said, quality work beats quantity. And all of these companies and individuals who are promoting hustle, 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 that hustle mentality, it's completely wrong. And this is what I'm standing against. It's completely wrong because all it leads is to stress, overwhelm, and burnout. I've seen it myself. This is why I pivoted my career. But it does take shifting your perspective. And so this is what I'm trying to inspire and educate and empower people to shift their perspective simplify what they're working on, establish better boundaries, take care of their well-being, find more joy in the day, and be, be able to get into this uh, high level of flow so you can get your work done and have time to live the rest of the time. Yes, I love it. And what are we even working for, right? It's, so, it's important to remember, like, we don't just work to work. We work to live out our mission, to build a life we enjoy, to, you know, build, have mean, time with our loved ones. I mean, everybody's reasons are different and there's no right or wrong answer to that, you know. But at the same time, um, I think that what you said about making sure that you're every waking hour isn't just about working. I think that's really important to take in. And when you say that we want to work smarter and, and work, put in more quality rather than quantity when it comes to hours, what are some ways that people, because I completely agree with you and I've done time studies on myself and looked at how much time I spend on certain things and times when I get distracted versus times when I'm really focused. And I agree like four to six hours a day of really good work can be all I need if I'm knocking it out. And and even maybe like on that lower end of that, the four, right? Yeah. But if I get distracted or whatever, then sometimes it ends up being way longer. So how can we start to shift to making sure our hours are quality? How can we be more productive and just start to change to being a smarter worker? Well, let's first talk a, a little bit about where this, where even the 40 hour work week comes from. Um, and it's something I've been researching and I'm working on my own hustle book. So I've been doing a lot of research actually in this whole work culture, where it comes from. Obviously in America, we are slightly different than the rest of the world as well, <laughs> because some countries in um, Europe and New Zealand are starting to move towards a four day work week or a uh, five, uh, five hour work day. So in America, we're slightly backwards when it comes to that. And that comes with our, our um, desire to progress and, and accomplish and, and get a lot done. But the eight hour work day started back in the industrial age, you know, back to Henry Ford when we had factories and he realized that he can increase productivity if he create shifts of eight hour workdays because the factory was open 24 seven and then he could get three shifts in of eight hour workday. In addition, he realized that by giving people more leisure time, 
they'll be able to actually enjoy their life and drive his car. So it was completely driven by a business purpose, right? Well, we're not in the industrial age anymore and we don't go to factories, at least most of us don't. So we're, we're in the knowledge industry. And for most of us who spend our time in front of computers, um, working eight hours with focused attention is, is completely impossible, unless of course you take regular breaks. So taking regular breaks, there are plenty of research and studies that show that for every hour, everybody's gonna be different, but for every hour, an hour and a half, you need to take at least a 15 minute break. Now, what do most people do when they take a break? You go to your phone and you start scrolling on Instagram or you decide to check your email. And this is the very first thing that we, we get wrong, right? Instead of doing that, some of the things that you could do is go for a walk or just, you know, unplug from your phone and go outside or, or do some movement. I mean, for all you audience who are the health coaches, we know how to take care of ourselves, right? So we just need to incorporate that in our, in our uh, days better, you know, whether you do a little bit of meditation, like one of my favorite things to do is jump in and take a cold shower in the middle of the day. Now that we work from home, we can do that. And you know that you get so much more energy, your creativity increases, your productivity increases. So regular breaks is one thing that people can do. But the one thing I love to do, and, I've, and I'm pretty strict about it, is I like to, in the morning, I like to take a little bit of time, which is what I refer to the, un the unhustle morning. I like to take time in the morning for me. And in that morning, I, I do the things that know will, will keep my energy high through the day, will give me clarity. So it's like your meditation, your movement, you know, your sunlight, um, starting your morning unplugged. And then I reserve, and there's a few more in there, and then I reserve time in the morning to get my most productive, my most focused work done. And I limit it to three projects. So three things each day that are the most critical that will move my business forward. And then I leave all the things that are like checking of emails, distractions and all this stuff for later in the day. But I'm actually more interested because you too talk about time management and you too talk about this topic. So I wanna hear what, you, what, are, your, what are some of your practices when it comes to this? Yes, I've been taking notes uh, in our comments section here on the live because what you're saying is so golden and I agree with a lot of it. I personally would say that I'm very much about knowing when my energy is good for certain things. So in other words, it would be dumb for me in the morning to sit down and answer my emails or answer my Facebook messages, Instagram messages, etc. Not saying I don't do that for a couple minutes, maybe when I wake up in the morning in my bed, but <laughs> for the most part, that's better for me to do at night when I'm like, you know, winding down or when I'm on a walk or, you know, like it's just, it's not my best use of my energy in the morning. So I like, I'm big on the unhustle morning, what you just said. I journal in the morning. If I get a good journal session in and I'm in a good mood for the day, it's going to be a better day. And then I also in the morning work on like some of the harder things. So if I have to put, you know, do some like review one of my clients, webs do a website audit or do something that's going to be a little more technical or something like that. I try to get the very hard things out of the way. And I agree with you about setting three priorities or three commitments. I also am a big fan of giving myself a time like batching. So I'm not the kind of person who will just be like, 
oh, I got an email. I got to run over and answer that. Or, oh, like same right. thing with podcasts. I try to always put them on Fridays. Sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes right. I do lives other days. But, you know, I love batching. I love saving my call, heavy duty call days for Mondays and Tuesdays mainly. My client coaching days, Wednesday, Thursdays, sometimes they intersperse on the call days on Monday, Tuesday, but like pretty focused when it comes to, I want back end hours to be later in the afternoon, my calls in the afternoon, et cetera. So batching, journaling, I'm also big on breaks. Like I will take, because we're entrepreneurs, which is pretty cool, we get to decide how we want to plan our workday. So if I want to do an afternoon workout and then work a little later at night, I'm cool with doing that. And I right. like doing that because I feel like I'm never working. I feel like right. I'm just happy <laughs> when I'm doing whatever project I'm working on. So going back to what you said about flow state too, that's really important to me. Like meaning if I'm switching from task to task or I don't have a clear time block, my, my days batched out, I get aggravated, I get short tempered and I get like, I haven't accomplished anything. So yeah, I would say turning off the distractions, batching, giving yourself deadlines as well is huge. Cause I don't know if you know, I mean, I'm sure you do the principle that if you just give yourself four hours to work on something, you'll take it. But yep. if you give yourself, I'm gonna challenge myself and even gamifying things. Like if I get this done in 30 minutes, I'm gonna go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> it can make things more fun. Yeah. So let's, I'm going to just take everything you just mentioned and let's address it one by one. Cause I get very excited when we start talking about these things um, and how it relates to, let's say the unhustle morning practices where, where, where we, which is like you're getting primed for, for, for enter that state of flow. So grabbing your phone first thing in the morning and, and it's so tempting. Oh my God, it's so tempting, right? You're like, what happened overnight? What did I miss? Um, and it's the worst thing we can do for our attention and for our focus because the minute you start looking at your Instagram messages and your emails, your brain starts to, to get sidetracked and, and you're immediately taking away from that really, really focused attention that you want to get done. Now I did this because I was working on my book and um, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, I finally, I worked on this book, I think, oh, I think it was like six months and I was stuck on chapter one because I was doing a lot of research and, and studying and all that stuff. And finally, I was like, I need to, I need to move forward with this. And I realized that all these practices that we do as health coaches um, are are really optimizing your mind and body to be able to get into a, a flow state, but you need to get the distractions, you need to minimize everything else, right? And so I was able to finish my book in two weeks because I had a bet with my husband, um, which was like, let's have a bet, $1,000 bet. I'm going to finish the book and I didn't want to lose that bet. So you give yourself a deadline and then you give yourself a reward at the end. That was really, 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 um, really good what you said. But um, one of the key practices to the end hustle morning, if you want to keep your focus and attention, is starting your day without a phone. This is the, you know, I use the sunrise method, and that's the you in the sunrise method. Another one is making sure you get enough sleep. So um, making rest a critical component to any entrepreneurial life, looking at rest not as a luxury, but looking at rest as a, the critical component to your creativity and productivity. We just tend to, it's the first thing that goes away 
when we're on a deadline or you have a project, but making sure you get enough sleep because the studies show that if you show up sleep deprived, you might as well show up drunk to work. And we don't do that, right? I mean, we don't, most of us, I mean, yeah, we work I from know, home. So <laughs> every once in a while, it's not bad for your creativity, but for the most part, if you're trying to, to get your work done, or if you're coaching people, I mean, you don't want to show up drunk. So why do we show up sleep deprived? Because it's, it's, we don't think about it that way, but, we, but without the sleep, you don't have the clarity and, and the focus and the attention. Um, what you're doing with the journaling is so good. So in addition to journaling, I add reading and, I, and by reading, and it's not reading like, oh, I'm going to take a book and read for an hour. It's more, I have five minutes, but because all of us, we are, as entrepreneurs, we, we want our communication to be clear and good. Uh, we want to be able to talk with other people. So uh, reading and writing is a good practice in the morning. It's also a mindful practice. Um, if you have a mindfulness or a meditation practice, then that obviously adds some clarity to your day. Um, and then, yes, yeah, setting your intentions. In terms of batch working, very good point. I think that's key to, to like being productive during the day. And, and because when every time you, you switch, you, you do context switching from one project to another, you lose that, that flow. And then it takes a while to get back into it. So by the time you get back into it, you've probably uh, lost like 20 minutes. And then um, a couple more things that, you know, I do is like gratitude and uh, movement and time in nature, because all of these practices put you in a, in a flow state. But anyway, I was getting distracted with you on Hustle Morning. Um, batch working, because that's on my mind, batch working is, is, uh, is really good. And the way you do it, um, I love that, because you have certain days and certain time periods that you do things. So um, I think that that's a key component. Also using technology, I mean, technology overwhelms our lives, but we, there's so many things we can automate or delegate. So using technology to make our lives better. And you're totally on point with the law that says that you, your effort will expand to whatever deadline you give yourself. So there are two laws, the Pareto and, and um, uh, Pareto. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's the 80, 80 20 rule. It's yeah. like give yourself, yeah. figure out your 20, what's 20% of your efforts generate 80% of your results, and then give yourself deadlines and batch working. So, all of these things, when it's all said and done, I say whatever you work four or five hours a day or a four day work week, whatever you do, I think it's critical to recognize that the studies and the research these days say that in reality, we can work three to four hours. We're, most pro we're only productive three to four hours a day. So it's maximizing that time. And there are movements out there. There are companies now moving to like a four-day work week. Um, they're like a global movement for that. It's becoming more and more popular. For an entrepreneur, I think that's going to be a little bit more difficult difficult because you you know the buck stops with you and, and when you get an email you need to push these emails forward right so i actually believe more in in shorter days but more consistent throughout the week i agree with you i actually like when i work like you know almost every day <laughs> but shorter yeah um, because it just feels so much more fresh and like get it done and i really like what you said about using technology to help us, not just as a hindrance of like, oh, social media, because I'll share with you one thing. 
I still, to this day, whenever I get sloppy with my time, I use Toggle and I time myself and it sends me that audit at the end of the week. And that is so motivating because if I see like, oh my gosh, I spent, and I'll give you an example. One time I got my Toggle report. This was a long time ago. Not that long. I would say it's in 2019. And I was like, oh my God, I spent 13 hours in one week on content. And my content, I'm a big fan of content. I teach content. I teach copywriting in my programs. We have guest experts on that. But I don't think it's the main thing that gets you clients at all. I think getting on their discovery calls, you know, building relationships, doing things like this is way better use of your time than writing content, creating content, going live, etc. So I was like, why am I spending all this time doing this? And I have so much content I can be repurposing. So just a real life example as an entrepreneur, you stick into that app and being able to, and knowing that I'm being timed while I'm doing something as well, keeps me on, on the ball because if I start procrastinating and go open Instagram or something while I'm timing myself on a different task, I'm like, oh no, it's getting into my timer, right? So I'm a little type A, as you can tell. But, um, <laughs> so do you use that on your phone or you know, yeah. on your desktop or both? On my phone. Just on, on your my phone. phone. So, yeah. but it doesn't, then it doesn't track the activities on your desktop. No, I just put, you get to manually put in, hey, I'm, you know, doing this now. And then you'd stop and start the timer. But yeah, I completely hear what you're saying. Like, let's use technology as our friend. Same thing with like using apps that just make things easier for your life. Um, but, and I'm also just for the coaches listening. If there's a particular FAQ you get a lot or um, a certain message that you send a lot, save it to your notes in your phone. And <laughs> yeah, right? Everything you do, and I'm sure you agree, if you do something frequently and you don't have a system or you don't have it documented yet so that either you can just copy and paste next time or you can have somebody help you do it, it's it's gonna you're gonna thank yourself. Your future self will thank you for setting up these these systems. And that's kind of the stage that I'm in right now is trying to get all that organized, which is why, oof, yeah, it's just a process. But anyways, um, tell I wanna ask you one other question that's really big. When, because of our society, I feel, I, I tend to really like working, okay? And I like, I it's, to me it feels like I like my job. I also like a lot of other things, but I don't know. I don't hate my job, okay? But, That's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> but at the same time, I also feel kind of bad and lazy because I went through, I went through a really big sprint period in my business and it's been within the last three years. And I've gotten to a point where I want to not do that all the time. And I've been creating systems and working less and doing smarter things with my time. And it's been great so far. I'm always improving, but you know, it's, it's been better. And, but at the same time, I feel kind of this like guilt. Like I'm like, man, I should be like doing more. So what do we do with our mindset when it's like, I feel really bad for not like working all the time? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's a very, very good question because that shows up for, you know, all of us like type A entrepreneurs, overachievers, which I used to be a lot and I still have that in me. I just, I just became a little bit more 
mindful and a little bit more aware when that shows up. And I changed the way I, I have that talk in my head because, again, it comes down to science. What I'm saying, it's not like, oh, no, you should really take a break. Well, it, the science and the studies show that when you do, you're also more productive, more creative, and happier and healthier. So why would you feel guilty or bad when you do it, when that actually allows you to get more done in your business by working less? So it, it's yeah. I know it sounds very counterintuitive, but there's so many research and so um, so many studies out there that are starting to surface up that show that. So if, I'll give you an example. There was a 10-year-old study by McKinsey that studied executives who were able to get into a, a flow state and stay in that flow state one day a week. And they showed up, it showed up that they increased their productivity by 500%. Wow. So, um, I'll give you another example. The Boston Consulting Group conducted a four-year study and sent people home one, one day. So they, they put people on a four-day work week. And these are, these are big consultants. So they would send, you know, they'll, they'll all have three-day weekend. Then a recession hit. And the people who were in charge of the survey started to get cold feet and were like, oh, maybe we should, we should back off, put, put, put everybody back in the office. And then they finally realized, you know what, now let's just continue with, this, with the study and see how we go. And it turned out that even during a recession, when people were working on a four-day work week, they were still more productive. Their clients were happier. Their sales were going up. Their sales calls were better. So... And you know, I can keep going and going with all these studies. There's yeah. so many companies that are showing it. And we as entrepreneurs working from home are in the best position to do this because we're on our own bosses. Now, going back to your, um, to you, you made a good point there that I didn't address. Working with your energy and working with when you're most creative is key to to being able to get into your um, you know, work, work life balance. And like knowing your chronotype too also helps a lot with that. So some people are gonna be more creative in the morning. Some people are going to be more creative in the evening. And if you're working from home, why not make the best of it and allow yourself to really, that's why we got into being an entrepreneur in the first place. And then we became slaves to this business the power of deep play, and by deep play, I mean engaging in a very meaningful hobby where you get completely like in completely focused on it, whether that's hiking a mountain, mountain biking, you know, paddle boarding, uh, crocheting, painting, the value that your brain scientifically gets into that state is critical for you to actually bring that same value into working. So by allowing yourself to do that deep play, you're going, your work performance is going to increase. So I don't know about you, but I like to work less and have more time to play. It's summer, why not? <laughs> I know, I'm big on summer, okay? <laughs> and I agree with you. And if we know science, if we know something, we, you know, if you know better, do better, right? And so I think that's something I've learned and had to learn is that if when I'm well rested, like I'm so much better at everything. And same thing with the sales calls. Like if you're not burnt out from them and you're doing less of them, you're better. Right. So I, I think 
you've made some really awesome points today. And I, I mean, I wish we could talk an hour and a half, but I know your time's limited. We only work <laughs> for three hours a day. Less is better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so how can everybody find you and connect with you? And then also announce your podcast because um, it's a really cool show. Thank you. So everybody can find me at unhustle.com. All the social media is at unhustle. The, the morning practices I was talking about, the unhustle morning, I'll, I'll send you a link for that if you like to link to it. But it's basically a, a series of practices to get to uh, being able to get into that state of flow and work less and take care of your health while you're doing them. And finally, the podcast is the unhustle podcast uh, where I interview some of the laziest top performers in the world and to learn from how they can work smarter and, and achieve more in their days and, and live better. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate it. And I just want to let everybody know there are stages, there are sprints, there are times in your business where you're going to feel bad for overworking and there's going to be times where you feel bad for underworking. And while I wish I could just tell you, oh yeah, you don't, you know, you don't have to have these feelings and all that. I also think sometimes we have to learn the hard way. And like for me, I would say right now I don't work only three hours a day, but at the same time, I have opened my eyes to what's possible and working less and being more productive and doing the things, the tips that she shared with us today. So the sooner you can start implementing her tips and being okay with exploring these new feelings of like, wow, I'm, I'm like more well-rested or wow, like I don't have to feel guilty or, or all of that, the better. So check out her podcast. Um, and I just want to leave the podcast saying, hey guys, don't feel bad if you aren't at three hour days yet, like our friend here on our, our show today. You will get there. It is possible. You just have to start with one thing at a time and tweaking and building systems. So thank you so much. And um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.